This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. It is the Redman Podcast. I am Paul Meachin. Chris Pajak and Steve Hoare join me for this one. What a life this is. What a joy. Living the dream. Tuesday morning. Liverpool playing in the Champions League tonight. And I've got two of my favourite people in the whole world. I wish I could say One the same. more than the other. It's probably you. I've got these two envelopes, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, welcome to everyone who's doing Who wouldn't want to be surrounded by their two bosses for for an hour of chat? (laughs) 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 Marvellous. That funny. funny? It's best funny, do you? Yeah, it's funny. It's I want to say a big shout out to uh, Jamie who's done our new thumbnails for us and, and made Steve look a little bit like a... Uh, a giant light bulb. Like a giant light bulb in the middle of it. Well done. To be fair, I did that. Well, nature did that itself. Genetics well, yeah, did that itself. But also the filter he put on, we did ask him to turn the luminescence down by about 25% because, yeah, you were, you were, you were at the moment you look a bit like an energy saving light bulb, whereas pre you were very tungsten. Uh, like, it looked like that. you two had a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so we're going to be talking... Talking uh, a little bit back on the West Ham game, uh, we're going to be talking about. I want to talk about what a disappointment Manchester United are. Um, who doesn't? No, I know. Who doesn't want to do it's that? Because well, we had a lot of the start of the season was this, and then it kind of. I think the joke wore a bit thin, but obviously, we. I think we all probably dedicated more time of our lives than we really should have done towards watching Manchester United with interest at the weekend and the fallout from that, of course. Uh, and then we're going to look ahead to tonight's game against Inter Milan as well, because why not? Uh, but we have had a kickoff question from Quad Bod, um, one of our club legends uh, over on Redman Plus. You can swap places with one Liverpool player or manager for exactly one week but only one week at any time in LFC's history who would it be when and why can I ask some follow questions no sure oh come on because you no. have follow questions do, do, do your answer without the questions okay and explain your reasoning with because okay. what happens I do this all the time you say to him can I ask this and he goes no Okay. So just tell him your answer, and then he. My worry is if that. I take the place of someone who does something really good for Liverpool, I wouldn't be equally able to do that. I've had so, the same concerns. So, for example, if it's like scoring Steven Gerrard's goal against West Ham, I couldn't do that. So then Liverpool don't win the cup. Yeah. If I just experience what Steven Gerrard felt at that moment, then it's that. But either way, my answer is is Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. 
at any week of his life. Ever. Just, well, since he got with Perry. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I know where you're going there. Okay, shout. Yeah, yeah. yeah, is it to do with the, the back end of his song by any chance? No, it's fine. It's to do with the back uh, end. No, no, it's the back end of the song. Right, Sal, careful. Um, okay, yeah, because I, I... Well, also, but to be fair, if <laughs> Stephen Gerrard can't score that goal, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I needed to know. She's like, Alex, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what has gone on? Call the name, is it Alex? <laughs> I'd like to say you've learned some new skills, but you've lost a lot. Yeah. Okay, give me a, if if I, if I can just be Alex Oxley Chamber for a week, I'll score the goal against Man City. Okay. And then go score and, another. Go and say hello to Perry. Okay, sounds. Um Chris Page. Jimmy Tayore, Champions League final two thousand and five. No, wait, Harry Kuhl. Sorry. I reckon I can for the same reasons that Stee was worried I reckon I can do 23 minutes as Harry Q and, and and not affect the results yeah. so I get to I get to you know lift that uh, trophy I get to wear the medal and I don't have any catastrophic impact on the game yeah. I genuinely love the fact that I, I wonder whether the original question was like wow you get to experience this great moment and wear all such great inferiority complexes <laughs> that were like I just don't want to undo yes, I really want to break anything you want to know what my answer is <laughs> Jürgen Klopp right the week after we won the Champions League <laughs> <laughs> The massive piss up. As, as, soon as, the, as soon as the game ends, yeah, yeah, jump in. Then <laughs> like, you, get li- you get lifted above everybody on a boat with an umbrella hat on, drinking the yeah. Corona, doing the six on the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, genuinely, like because I thought about yeah. Because why wouldn't you? Because I don't want it. I don't want to potentially up undo anything good that Liverpool have done I've got to make a sub who's coming on uh, but I thought about it I thought about Moreno, all, these, all, no. the, all the footballers you got, and I thought you just get a boss all day I just get to have his pay packets and his holiday for a, for, a, for a week afterwards whilst also I mean you wouldn't pay you wouldn't need to worry about paying for the bevy but you wouldn't pay for the bevy because you'd be Liverpool fans all over the place buying your bevies left right and centre while you're doing it it'd be pretty stupid paying for a bevy on a boat that you fucking rented as well mm. I might own it. I'm not on there for the whole week. Like, you know what I mean? Just, that's what I, that was just part of it. You're all supposed to be I love, Can I have a beer, please? Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm, your, I'm your wife. You don't need to pay me for the beer. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. I'll just I'll put a pack there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there, what would you do at home if you could swap places with one Liverpool player or manager? Do you have more confidence in your own abilities? Do you think you can stick in 40-yard screamers? Um, I can't leave a man. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Couldn't even thumb one in. Um, the um, poor Perry. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, if you've got any better suggestions, that then let us know. If you're a club legend, uh, use the Discord the chat to put your answers in for there, and we'll get through some comments a little bit later on in the show. But uh, it is time to pick up on our brand new sponsor. Last week we introduced Who Knows Wins, uh, the incredible app that allows you uh, to guess um, whether it would be wins or draws for a variety of teams. Uh, last week there was 10 games we had to pick from. Everyone in the Red Men studio did it, uh, and it's very difficult to tell because yellow on a white background <laughs> uh, but that does say Steve top of the pile six correct answers out of ten yeah uh, bear wow. in mind like six won no money in the league <laughs> like bear in mind you had yeah. to get seven seven and a half grand up for grabs as well wasn't there yeah, it, so it was se- important yeah well seven got a, like, a couple of quid back uh, three people won the jackpot they got like 1600 pounds each or fair wow. play to them they got all ten fair play to them um, I got six like I feel like beating LU lot is a bit like I don't know, it, it doesn't feel like the biggest achievement in my life. It feels like I'm the, the worst, least, best. Yeah, 
Well, okay. look, we said last week the aim was to finish mid-table in here because they are on your suggestion, knobhead. They are sending us a hat for the loser to wear. Now, luckily for Simon this week... The hat is near you. He's done really here. terribly to not get Yet. 50%. Yeah. So I got four. So I got four, and he's bottom, and he will have to wear the hat. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll retrospectively wear the hat. Exactly. Um, but what? Uh, what so, <laughs> Charlie, 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 my wife, who uh, does the the, the accounts in the business, who has very minimal interest in the actual football, managed to get the same amount of correct answers as me, uh, Chris, and Tom. Um, so if you ever want proof I'm of Ross. like, yeah, I'm Ross, of course. Yeah, uh, if you uh, where is. Ross not making onto the list now. <laughs> just been Ross off. Brilliant. <laughs> Honestly, Ross doesn't have good some stuff. Anyway, yeah, if you want proof that it's possible to make a decent fist of this without having exceptional football knowledge, then there's, there's I that. mean, Charlie guessed and did better than Si. Yeah. She sat next to me and had Charlie make a pick and she was like, uh, well, Wolves, Pal- yeah, Wolves sound good. Well, Palace sound good. She, I think she picked Palace. This is like it. how she picks it, horses for the national as well. Uh, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, out of interest, though, I, I had a look at this as it was ongoing. It added a bit of spice to me to me weekend that went on on the uh, on the weekend when the, when the footy results were coming in. But uh, yeah, I didn't. It was like the ones that I got wrong, I got very very wrong. So like, I don't think I had Villa. I don't know why. Yeah. I think I went draw. I went draw, so and Villa absolutely bat- battered them. I did go Chelsea, but there was a couple there where I was like, "Oh wow!" I I went. I was miles miles off that. Right. Um, yes. The good thing about who knows wins is that obviously it's, you, you can get involved and you can play, but you don't actually need to get all ten right to be in with the dough, as the lads were alluding to. There, there is a pot of money available, and it's given out as to, to rankings and placings that down there. So it was like a thousand pound that the 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 it's like sixteen hundred quid for the top yeah. three, and then. I had a tenners and a couple of quid, so yeah, it's a, probably a bit easier to win the one than accumulate. Because on a, on a knackered, if you get one wrong, you're, you're pretty much gone. And go, like we'd have been knackered. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> Let's have a little look at the um, the upcoming ten uh, in this week's league. So uh, no Liverpool on this one, but you know you've got the Evan there. Do you think Everton can actually win a game of football? I am backing them to lose every game from now on the end of the season. On who knows wins, just yeah. as, a, as a Man United Tottenham's an, an interesting one there because they're both a bit crap. Um, yeah. but it's the battle of who's least but then for Crap, Burnley it's going to be tough battle for fifth yeah because again relegation stuff as well I've got no idea on a lot of these I'll be honest I'm so it's it's Brentford Burnley Man United Tottenham Chelsea Newcastle Everton Wolves Leeds Norwich Southampton Watford West Ham Villa Arsenal Leicester Coventry Sheffield United and Luton QPR uh, and as I say with that all you've got to do is say who's going to win or whether it'll be a draw there's a £10,000 prize pot available for that the link is in the description underneath. make sure you're gamble aware and all that kind of stuff if you're not into gambling you're not into putting money into these kind of things then then obviously don't don't feel forced to it but we're going to be doing it for the rest of the season we're having a good laugh with it so you want to join with us uh, you'll be able to find us in that in that league as well uh, and go ha 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 scroll ha, down ha. to the bottom yeah <laughs> you'll find us near the bottom somewhere yeah. I've made my picks I'm happy with my picks I think I might win who did you pick Brentford or Burnley Burnley okay Ooh. wow big shout oh, is this I want Burnley to win because no, I, 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 Burnley I, have turned the corner yeah so Brent, yeah cool mm-hmm. I really hope everything. How did they get out of the weekend? Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you turned the corner. They, they forgot about straight into Kai Havertz. They've forgotten about the game. They can't see it. They've turned the corner. <laughs> they just turned the corner into fucking Reese James. <laughs> <laughs> they were turning the corner as Reese James was spinning them on the top. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like, a bit like when Sideshow Bob walks in into all the rakes. 
Kajave to... Yeah, more uh, Who Knows Wins updates on the podcast next week. But yeah, click the link in the description uh, in the podcast or on YouTube and get involved. Uh, it is, yeah, it's good fun. Are, as you can see, we're having a good laugh with it. Um, it does really, like, make you look at other games. Like, I walked into the studio because obviously we were the late game and I turned on I was like, for fuck's sake, Southampton aren't beating like, Oh yeah, this is great. I, 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 Rangers were drawing for ages <laughs> yeah, was, in that game. I was so invested in Rangers. Mate, I was in a Rangers pub watching that game in London <laughs> with a Rangers fan and like my word it was great fun like. <laughs> um, right sound speaking of which this might partially answer the question as we move into talking about West Ham um, where slash how did you watch it Chris Pager where in a pub in London how like this because <laughs> we, we, like we were about 14 pints in by the time the Liverpool game kicked off that explains why the final word was so insightful <laughs> can you tell me what happened here? it was a heavy weekend mate so we were going to a gig in London and stuff weren't we and so we went, we left at Aubrey's at, I don't know like 11 o'clock in the morning it was like a two hour walk to where our final destination was in Camden for the gig and we were like right well, we'll just do a pub crawl the whole way no better way to do it. So we 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 start. We walked along the canal. We stopped in Islington and blah blah blah. Breakfast, few pubs here and there. Took a took the Rangers game in in the Green Man, um, and then it got heavy then because then it was like four pints during the match rather than just one and having a little walk. Then we got to the place in Camden where we watched the game. I don't know what that's called, um, but I know we drank a lot more. <laughs> and then I ended up eating slash spilling a KFC all over myself as I was eating it on a bollard outside the gig. Then we went into the gig. That was heavy too, mainly from the fact that I queued up, got two pints, drank about half a pint and then decided I'm getting to the front. And as I ran to the front, that one and a half pint in my hand got splattered all over me. So then we were at the front of the gig and then we were like, oh, we're not drunk enough. Let's go back to the after party. And then we went to another pub and then I think we went to McDonald's post that. And then I woke up and didn't know what score we'd won and who'd scored. I just remembered that Liverpool won the game. That's all you need, isn't it? I was in the the Nike corporate box for, for the game. I got I got invited to that and thought I'd been I'd, I'd turned it down a few times and then I thought Oh, go on. I want to see how the other half lives. Very nice, by the way. Very, very nice indeed. If I have to rank the boxes, because we did axes, I think axes is slightly, slightly, only because there's more tables. So when you have food, you can sit down as they went, and this is like, oh, woe is me, by the way. This is like, this is the this is the nature of it. It's like, there's a bit of steak, and you're like, and you've got your plate and your fork, and you're like, well, I had to do this Homer Simpson style when I'm gnawing at it, or you have to go find somewhere to set it down and cut it up for yourself before you before you stand again. These, I, I appreciate these are very middle-class problems that I'm, I'm extolling here. Uh, but no, it was good fun. It was it was very good fun. Good, good view, good angle and things. I was, I was, it's closer to the, Away end, okay. So basically, it, it didn't mean that I was subject, subjected to all the usual raft of like sign on and all that, all that kind of stuff. Like, good on you, West. I quite like it. some West Ham fans. The West Ham fan TV boys are amongst the best people on the planet. Um, but yeah, that that was it. I, I made, but it also added to my fury and, and, and enjoyment of Liverpool just just beating them as well because there is something incredibly satisfying. We had this with the Leicester League Cup. League Cup game where when they just give it the bifters and then you just win oh yeah 
Yeah, I like and I like the fact that there's a bit of humour around that where they probably think they could have gotten more from the game. Like I, I, you, you're trying to have an air of decorum because you're aware that you're about ten seats away from like Kenny Daglish <laughs> down, down, down the road, and you don't want to be up going rah flicking yeah. the V's. There's a point where you scream. There's a point where you scream and sign on. I've just had a steak in there, lads, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you realise Kenny's <laughs> looking at you. I was waving my handbag and my pails at them, and they didn't seem to shut up about it. Like Did I ever tell you the story when I was in the palace away end in the box. Uh, um, it was the, we, we got beat three one. Ricky Lambert scored early. He had the yellow kit on there, and they were beating us. And I, and I, yeah, I had a couple of drinks on the way down there. We had it was me old boss. He had the other box at Palace, so we was in there for the and um, shirt and tie. He had to be suited up and that, but obviously a few few beers and stuff in it. We go one up, so I'm made up and bang on the roof. It's very low. Yes, Ricky. And then they scored, and then they scored again, and then Yedinak scores, and I called him a very a few words. In hindsight, probably shouldn't have called them. And I just turn round and I get it, and then there's just an angry woman looking at me, and I'm like, oh my god, who's she? And I look down, and she's got two kids, and it says Daddy on their back with Yedinak's number, <laughs> and it was his kids, and it was his wife, and I've just fucking called them like some obscene. T- you know, love. Uh, I yeah. I, I had to. I had to literally. My boss was fuming at me. I had to apologise. Like I had to apologise to to the Yedinak family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't have the decorum that you had. Yeah, it was horrendous. It was so oh embarrassing. Yeah, he scored that free kick, and I, yeah, it was awful. I, I, honestly, if the ground could have swallowed me up, I'd have just happily jumped into the middle of Sellers Park at that point. It was horrendous. The uh, the thing that I found funny about the experience of that. Is that we we trying to you trying to debate like what people are there for and why and there's there's certain levels so there's like the level below where it's like there's the smaller sponsors and they have a big room and they've all got a table and it's all suited and booted so stuff like and then you go above that and it's a bit they were like just if you want to wear trainees and you know you want to wear Nike tracky tops or whatever you, you can do it's absolutely fine and then of course you go you go above and we talk about this idea of like of wealth and how you can spot people and there's this there's this weird tier of people who've got more money than us and maybe more money than most and maybe like, approaching really good money but you, you can spot them because they wear some of the worst clobber you've seen in your entire life because there's now this tier of you've got to have clothes that look rubbish because you need to know that they've got money so it's like it's often trainees that have got really big, big thick Balenciaga on. yeah and they've got studs on them or they've got just like you know you wear odd just really oddly so and I, it was basically that we were in, we were in that tier where you looked down the line there's a lot of people in like really rubbish looking clothes which you know cost them 10 times more than everything you wear so that was that was a good a good side note when we well we know when West Ham were attacking uh, <laughs> that's what you got just, to look yeah, at yeah yeah just got to, got to look at that to, just, to talk about the game um I might be comfort zone here <laughs> badly I want to be comfort zone <laughs> is David Moyes actually quite a good manager yeah I had this where I think He's looked at because he's got all the hallmarks of those British managers in the merry-go-round, and he'll have a job, you know, for as long as he wants to have a job in the Premier League. But I think he's actually learned things from his managerial career and adapted his management style a bit to the point where, yes, you know, they they hung in the game and one nil. Like Moises is made up with that because all it takes is one grok from a corner to bang a header in, and you've come away with a point, and that's an amazing point point for them. But I actually thought they had more to the play yep. above and beyond that. They're a good team, and I always thought you know marginal gains and stuff. I think the best managers get them. I actually think Sam Allardyce is a good manager for this reason in that he gets the best out of what he's got at, at that level. Mm. I think there's a level where Moyes... I think he's fallen into a 
a bit, mo- a bit yeah. too much into the, the the spin rinse repeat cycle. Like. The, I, I I used to admire in a way Tony Pugos because you just do him the best that you can do with that team to make it win. Yeah. You are not going to be able to go and play lip, like lip off the park if you stoke up or bolt. And like, I quite admire it. I think Sean Dice is a good manager for what he does. He gets out of it. The issue you've got is that there's a level to it. David Moyes could never win the Premier League. He couldn't. He just couldn't because the players will look at him and just not have it. But he's pragmatic, which is fine. But he he does play. He you know he plays. Um, Fornells and Lanzini. Lanzini's like playing like a deep role, isn't he? At one point, he's playing like number next to. He's playing the Declan Rice role next to Suchek and looks good. So you can tell they're well coached. The set pieces you can clearly tell they've worked on. It was a big thing for them, and Liverpool actually dealt with that quite well. But he, he does own work. I think he's a a good manager. I don't think he could ever win the Premier League, but I think he could. You know, he could win a cup, and like that's better than like most teams. You know, West Ham are. They're kind of punching him up the weight a little bit. They've got some good players, but they haven't got much depth of squad. Mm-hmm. And to get them where he's got to, and I actually think we're seeing that now because the Europa League run, but to get them where he's got them to now, twice, he, he, I think he, he, done a, he, he was like, he's done a great job at Everton, and then Man United went to shit. But what I would say is that everyone, Jose Mino's not a bad manager. You know, Van Gaal isn't a bad manager. I mean, who, who knows what Ralph is? Oli Solskjaer was a bad manager, but. That, that was just the situation that he walked into. I'm not sure there's many people who could go into United and figure it out. He's tired with that brush. The thing with Moise is he's, he's on a hand to nothing because he can't do better than he's done the last two seasons mm-hmm. at any with any team, I don't believe. So in the same way that Pulis at Stoke ran its course, West Ham will get to a point where they need to kick on and Moise won't be the manager to kick them on. I think and that's a problem be. for I don't think he I don't think he can, to be honest. No. Like I, fourth is the maximum that he's gonna ring oh, out yeah, of fourth, West Ham yeah. United. Yeah. yeah. And then and then let's say for the next three years he's fourth to sixth to seventh. There is a point where they want to kick on and he can't do that for them. Yeah. And that's the that's problem that he's got. And I, and I think he's a good manager as well. Yeah. But there, when you manage like he does there is a ceiling to what you can yeah. achieve. I think yeah. that's fair enough. But then again, like, I just what, think, what could to my, point, to my point though, I think he's, I think he's, a, he's better than I thought he was, and I, I shouldn't do that because they're right up there and they've been right up there for two seasons now. Is that you're right? He's not. I think you've got to be more if you're going to be if you're going to be more, and that's why Man United have fallen apart. It's probably why Arsenal will probably end up pipping top four because Arteta's sneakily a yeah. really good coach. It's like it, the flip reverse of this is actually like Rodgers. I find it quite interesting is that Rodgers been able to get a team there, not quite get them over the line as well, but I think his ceiling on his style of play is higher. It's just he's not actually able to take them there himself. Yeah. Whereas Moise is completely maxing 110% out every season, which is almost unsustainable at times. Yes, you is, right. There's not a manager in the world who's better than the other three at the moment. I, I think the, maybe three of the top five managers in the world yeah. are in England right now. So... Getting, it's going to be impossible. This, and I saw a guy in Neville say, like, whoever Man United hire, how can you compete with Klopp and Guardiola and maybe Tuchel, who's probably... That's dead hard. So I think... I think with investment, I think Moyes could get... I think he could be a good fourth... I don't think he's... Is he worse than Arteta? Maybe, I don't know. But I think he could get them to fourth. I agree with you. I don't think... It's if they Moise. add two more... If they add a couple more... If the owners invest a bit more dough, exactly. This yeah. lad they bring on Chester with all due respect. Like you look, I looked at their bench and they, they had a couple, got a couple of injuries and I get it. But like I was thinking, that the longer this goes, the better for us because they haven't actually got nothing off the bench. They've got Ben Rama and that was it. I think he's done remarkably well. The issue he's going to face now is that they look knackered, and you've got a Europa League game and you've got a game of weekend. You've got a Europa League game on Thursday as well. If I'm them. I would be jibbing the league off now and I would be throwing all my eggs in the Europa League basket and I'd be saying, Jose Mourinho style at United, just let's try and win that. Mm. We're not going to get top four, we're too far away from top four. 
So we, if we come between fifth and eighth, who really gives a shit? If we can go far in the Europa League, it's whether as he got the the nouse to win two-legged ties against Sevilla in the Europa League, like that's where the test will be. But I do think he's a good manager. Yeah. And how do you, how like, look, the rumours are that Declan Rice is probably going to go in the summer. Yeah. Like, how do you replace that? Antonio, I think, is about 32 years old. Like He's made good signs, though. Yeah, yeah, he has, but he's, He's got everything. He's an absolute yeah. beast, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's powerful. He, like replacing that is just difficult in and of itself. Go and find them. Go well, go to wherever they got Suchek. Go and just scout the Czech Republic. They've done well. Yeah, yeah. Well. No, but I, the Antonio thing's interesting. It's funny because going back to the Brendan Rodgers thing, is like he. I mean, he's, he's inherited. He's inherited Jamie Vardy. And it, there's a lot of diminishing returns on Jamie Vardy because he's not going to go on forever. And it's telling when Leicester don't have Vardy, they're nowhere near as good. And when West Ham don't have Antonio, they're nowhere near as good. And that's always the big challenge of you've got a guy who can go and yeah, you've got to coach him and you've got to put him in the right tactical system. But having someone who's got the skill set is a massive is, is is a massive thing. And what do how does Moyes evolve beyond that? But that's, I was just he knows was the league. Him. He knows the league and he knows how to win in the league. And that's ultimately why he's a good man. I came away from the weekend thinking Evan should have just done moved heaven and earth to get him back and I never th- I didn't feel that I've not felt that at all the other th- sorry sorry to interrupt the other thing that we're, talk- we're, we're forgetting here is they've lost like nine times this season like you know it's not far off a third of the games that's true you know the league's not very good yeah is also helping him he's, he's definitely you, yeah, I agree by the way the, the that fourth place fight is that there's, there's not really a fight for to break into the top three because there's a there's a quality of squad and a quality of manager at play there that no one else can sort of match. Some Man United might have a c- close to the quality of squads, maybe not across the board, and some of the clubs have got the bits and pieces. Maybe like a, Arteta might be on the path to being as good a manager as Tuchel and, and, and Guardiola. He might be. He just might be. We don't know yet. But you've got to have the perfect storm of things. And West Ham have settled in a season. It's a bit like when Leicester won the league or it's a bit like when Liverpool came second in 13-14. You're capitalising on instability. You know, like that season, 13-14, Chelsea are not are not ready to ta- challenge for the title that season. They go out and buy Diego Costa and they go out and buy... Uh, yeah, and then they've got it. They've got everything they need the season after and we can't get anywhere, anywhere near that. And we undermine ourselves with Moises. He's coming in. He's probably a seven out of ten manager with a seven out of ten squad, yep. but actually having a good established manager who's well who's well blooded into what he's doing. A team that's bought into it, and that you know their fan base has actually gotten finally gotten on side with something as well. So they're the closest thing to the complete package because. Leicester should be this too, but Brendan Rodgers is, I don't know, I just feel like his head's, his head's fallen mm. off a little bit a little bit this season and that's too near misses. Tottenham could be that. this. Uh, yeah. A full season of Conte yeah. next season, yeah. he's a great manager and he, he I think mm-hmm. I would put him in that level of, of the others. He's probably, he is probably the fourth best manager in the league, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Think. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What did we think of Jared Bowen? He's really good. Um, he has got a huge arse. And I didn't realise that until I saw him in public. He's got Gini Wijnaldum like proportions, Colo Torre like proportions there. I don't know whether that, that's it's good enough. He's good enough for Liverpool, but he is. He's got nice buttocks. I thought. <laughs> I, I, I think he's cl- he makes clever runs. Yeah. That's the first thing I've noticed. Like, the di- he's, he is really smart. Listen, I don't know what the NG update is. It would look bad. It looked like he'd done his Achilles, didn't he? So that's a, that's a shocker, but. He's a good player. I can see what again. Shock horror. Liverpool now to scout footballers. Yeah. Like if Liverpool think they're good, it's very often they you know they're good. Like when we get linked to all these lads, whether we sign them or not, in the recent you know recent era, they vote they have. You can tell why they wanted them. And that's something I think that West Ham do really well, and it's why I think they had good success against our offside trap compared to other sides. Is that their runners From aren't deep. the centre forwards? Yeah. Their runners are the midfielders. Yeah. So it's your Fornals, it's your Lanzini's, it's your it's Jared Bowens, and that, and that's that's so much harder to track as a centre back or a full back. It's hard to, and it's hard to play them offside. Yeah. It, it, break, it makes a mount on it in the cup final. That's what, that, exactly. If you want to break the offside, that, that, they did it. That, that Fornals goal that he doesn't score and the Mason Mount goal that he doesn't score, they're the two ways you break the offside drive. You go from deep and it's a perfect ball over top with no pressure on the ball. So yeah, I think he's I think he's really, really smart. Like, He's, I think he's a Champions League level player. I think he could play Champions League team. The issue he's got now, he's not going to come to us because yeah. we've just signed Luis Diaz. And listen, who knows? If Mo Salah or Mane maybe leave, then he could come in. But he, I think he's one where he sort of he comes in, and you're probably thinking he's better than Shakiri, but he's probably taken that type of a role in the squad to begin with. And he's probably but, too he, good for but that. he's but he actually probably ends up being more like Jota yeah. and what he does in the yeah. squads where it's like, whoa, fuck, I can't drop this lad. He's, yeah. too, he's too important. Just looking at him there. He'd fit like a glove, wouldn't he? 39 appearances, no comps this season, 12 goals, 11 assists. Yeah. He'd fit like a glove. Yeah. You could tell exactly how he fits. You'd play him on either flank with those in, in cut and runs. You could play him in midfield, I think, as, in part of a three, with like those burst and forward runs. He, he would fit us. I think he's a really good player. And I can, again, I can see why the interest was there. It's just now. I think 
I think the ship might have sailed again. This injury bad, it could be a bad one. Like, if it is, I haven't seen an update on it, but the Achilles is a, that's a, a bad one to get. So, uh, it's off John Barnes, didn't it? it it's, a, it's a shock. Like. Um, let's move things on. We're going to talk about Inter uh, a little bit later on, but I want to talk, uh, pick a weekly topic, and that weekly topic is Man United are in massive disappointments. Is this uh, a repeating rolling because yeah. I can do this all day yeah, yeah yeah absolutely this is our this is our Captain America moments here like you <laughs> mean bring it on all day all day um, yeah I I mean like I had no expectation of this and because one thing I can say with absolute certainty is Man City don't lose the games they're meant to they, they, they should lose or you expect them to lose they lose stuff out the blue I thought United would give them a better game, and I, and I was quietly and surprised. And with Solskjaer in charge. Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? I thought they, I was quietly surprised by how good they were in the first half. They were, they were, they were brilliant between letting a goal in and scoring a goal. Like, yeah, the, the United were excellent for that part. The second they did what they have to do and scored the goal, they just went to absolute dog shit. Like I understood, like we don't know if Ronaldo was injured or that, but it, I think it was right not to play him. I don't think you can play him against Manchester. I think you do have to match them. I'm not sure if the Pogba Fernandez front two is the ideal option, but I thought between the two goals they were great. Other than that, they were dog shit and they give up. I've never seen a football team just give up on the pitch as much as they did. In a I mean, derby they, they as well, they did it against us like yeah. three months ago. Yeah, but yeah. I thought even against us. Like there's the famous video you laughing your head off when Ronaldo scores. They did try. They had a go. They didn't just like Ronaldo. He wouldn't. Have, that's one thing he wouldn't. He wouldn't have accepted. That. He's a, it's a different breed. But they just threw it in, and that, that's embarrassing. Like even even when we beat Everton and we handily beat Everton, I never felt once that they just threw the towel in. Yeah. That's like that's a a real big indictment on those players because the manager is an interim manager. He can't really do much about that. I meant from a mentality point of view. But like you know, if you're if you're the captain Maguire and or any one of the senior players on the team, and you're just letting the lads just throw the towel in. That's it's quite. This is the problem that they've got, and it's the same one that Conte was alluding to when he lost his head in those interviews of two weeks ago. Is that you keep changing the manager, but you're not changing the players. And actually, there's only one constant of all these terrible results over the last four or five years. It's the fucking this, players, it's the chairman. It's <laughs> the shit. It's that they're not good enough. Yeah, yeah the dogs. Like, ha- Harry Maguire is just. A bit of an expensive Michael Keane, to be quite honest with you. And Keane is fucking atrocious. Yeah. Like, the worst. Like, if, if he's going to get a stud caught in the grass at an important moment, he will do it. He will find the way. Yeah. Maguire's the same. He's absolutely fucking useless. Harry Maguire. Because I, I, it's weird. Because I, I, Harry Maguire, for me, is absolutely fine. He's, but he's not, he's not going to have a transformative effect on what you're doing. He'd be he's great just, for Burnley. He, he, yeah. he'd, he'd head everything away and he blocks things I, like that. I think yeah, I, well, I think I think he's better than that to be fair. But I mean, look at him for England. I think he's he's a he's a, beyond, he's a more than in a back competent. Three, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and true. also, he's, you could argue he, actually he's playing against players that might elevate, might actually playing with players that might yeah, elevate. He's going to go and score a goal for England and give it the ears when he scored like the fifth against Macedonia. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, like no, that. Yeah, that's your level. But, but the I, thing is, if you pair Hanny Maguire with a good centre half, he'll get better. Yeah, he just looks. He's just not the guy to elevate everyone else. And you say that, right? Exactly. But Fran's good. Exactly. The captain and <laughs> Fran's good. He looks dog shit next to him as well. So I just <laughs> think he, he can't turn around. That's his issue. He just can't turn around. So he would be great. He was good at Leicester because Leicester could sit deep and play counter attack. That's perfect for him because he, he can pass the ball. So he can win it back and he can spring Jamie Vardy. That's amazing. Man United aren't really playing that. You can't be on the edge of your box all the time, Man United. You might get pressed back there a few times. He reminds but. me of you know when he runs with the ball because I remember this being a big like look what Hanny Maguire does he carries the ball and it's like 
when a goalkeeper does it and goalkeepers were good at doing it and it's like when Pepe Reina then played that game in mid come on in midfield in that pre-season game and you realise nah he's not no he's not we joke about it but he's not and Harry Maguire was trying to do that and, and I, I've watched a season of Joel Matter being the best in the world almost at doing that and it's just so awkward I equated it to in one of our WhatsApp groups of like he looks like that cooker that Wallace and Gromish find on the moon <laughs> you know like that's that's he's just Awkward, and I don't know whether he's carrying injuries or whatever because he's definitely he's been better than like that. Fat but, but psychologically as well, he just looks the pressure of it all has gotten to him. It, you know what? Like, we used to have center halves that played similar passes to him, right? And what we always used to do my head in is that they never play the ball in front of someone because they're scared of what happens. Yeah. So you'd end up playing the ball out to Tellez or Wambasaka, but behind them. No, so you, ne- you never actually end up on the front foot. It's a safe thing. And, and fucking centre-backs don't trust themselves do that. Whereas really good centre-backs, Virgil van Dijk, Joel Matip, they'll play it to get you on the attack. He plays it to just make sure he doesn't fuck up. Yeah. And that's a really bad situation to be in when you're and a centre-half. Exactly, half. and someone like him, for the money they paid for him, and that is what it is, it's not his fault and all that, but he, he's had, I don't know if he's, is he still leaving the captain? You know, he's, he said, you know. They were having problems with the Ronaldo su- about the captaincy and stuff. El- your captain's supposed to elevate what you do in one way or another, and we've had this debate as Liverpool fans of, do you have your captain be your figurehead who's your best player, so at least you can look to someone and go, he's the guy, and he, he, you put him on a pedestal, or do you have someone who, like Jordan, who... Mechanically, uh, yeah, exactly. Performs all the things that you really want to see a, ca- a captain do, and Maguire's neither of them. His issue at the minute as well, like his decision making. I, I always thought he was a good decision maker at Leicester. He, he, he protects himself a bit, which is fine, but he always made the right decision. Like is it? It's the decision making of the weekend was horrendous. No, his head, but his head, that's what I'm saying. He, his head's got, it's weird gone. that it's like, that's like size of his head. It's like a giraffe having a sore throat. Like if, it, if his head goes, <laughs> it's like, 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 like a centipede like with fucking blisters. Like it, his head going is just the worst, but that's the size of the thing. And you dummy in the ball on your own six yard box when your goalie's on the floor. Like, that that is a sign of someone who's not thinking clearly. That his head has gone because you, every other player in the world just kicks that out for a corner. The fact that he even does that, like it shows that that's a fogginess. You know what I mean? Like something's not right there. He might just need taken out of Finland now and over and without. I wonder if at some point they have to just say, "Listen, I've two weeks off. We'll play Varane and Lindelof and up for the best." <laughs> where's where, where's Varane? Is Varane injured again? He was, he was out. Yeah, he was missing for that. Because I had this. But I was talking to Flex the other day about this, and he's like, oh, "Varane, Varane would get into Liverpool's team." And I'm like, "When? No, he wouldn't." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I had the Joel Matip. All right, sounds. If you if you say so, <laughs> like, but. You know, I understand that, like maybe maybe his, his, his OVR or whatever it is, you know, is is is, is better. But nah, nah, mate. No, you're right. They, they, they look. The thing that that got me about it is that it would be nice if someone would do us a favour. Yeah. Because it would just alleviate the stress. But it's becoming increasingly clear to me that. If we're gonna, I saw a great someone used the um, the Thanos. Oh, I'll just have to do it myself. Gif the other day, and I thought it perfectly summed it up. It's just like Liverpool have just got to get themselves to that to that April game against City, where and have it matter, yeah. and have it be the game that's decisive, and then they've got to continue because we can't. You can't rely on anyone because City are too good. Yeah, they're too good. Everyone else is a bit rubbish. <laughs> it's a bit like it's a bit like Perry. If I was Alex Oxford Chamber, I'll just sort it. I'll sort it out myself. <laughs> go, 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 go have a lay down. I'll, I'll, I'll box this one off. Yeah. It, it, the issue you've got, like, 
Everton bit. What Spurs did, and Everton showed the way, and, C- and Southampton. There's, there are ways that you can get at City aren't infallible, and if not for one of the worst referees, refereeing decisions of all time. Yeah. Like Everton might have got the point against them. They yeah. might have done us that favour. But you're right, is that the go- last time when we in this in this a similar situation, it was out of our hands. We were we were relying on somebody else to go and do something. Once we didn't. Um, Get that win at the Etihad very early on. There was like eighteen whatever games to go. At that point, we had to. We were hoping every single week, is it going to be you? Is it going to be Brighton? Is it going to be Brentford? Is it going to be who's it going to be? And it just wasn't. Well, not Brighton. It was um, it was Brighton on the last game. They have, it was Leicester when Ian Acho puts it wide. At least this time it is on our hands. We 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 are, we do control our own. I'm destiny. still saying Stephen Gerrard, Aston Villa played them on the last day of the season. Yeah. If there's one lad who, who can My win a Premier League without winning a Premier League, that could be the one. Yeah, shades of Kenny with Blackburn a little bit, you know that all the all the, not the same but but similar vibes. Yeah, I, I'm just glad I'm glad it's in Liverpool's hands because that's where it should be. And you say you want to you don't want to have your life dictated by the actions of others if you can get it if you can get it on your own terms, have it on your own terms, and that's what Liverpool are playing for in the next couple of games, which is not dead exciting, and it certainly adds to the, the nerves and the uncomfort. But it does feel like if we're gonna if we're gonna win a league title we got that one that we won was just mad you know like City just absolutely fell apart that year didn't he so it did, and we were just irresistible in every way shape or form but I'm kind of driving at it's if we're going to do it again I don't I don't see a world where City implode I don't see a world where they're you can look, no, we can look the, at their the, fixtures the all the way like, like, discounting this season for a second if we don't fall behind I'm not sure they can chase like we chase yeah, because they've not. I've not seen it. Look, they might be able to, but I've not seen them have to do it before. Yeah. The one season they had to do it, they fell apart. Yeah, that's the one thing that I can look at. So you know, whatever happens, happens this season. Um, but like, don't fall behind again. Don't make it difficult for yourself. Don't get into the situation where you double point, uh, double figures points behind them. Yeah, that's just fucking on us. Yeah, we should. The start of the season killed us. You say all this right, but I'm looking at them playing for Palace next Monday and thinking, hello. Away, yeah, yeah. I'm well, not going to United. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather, and even Burnley away. I'm thinking, hello, like the, the, the City are the favourites in every game they play in, but United going to them, I never had any confidence. I could see a world where Crystal Palace just do something a bit mad or Burnley do something a bit mad, and then it does, isn't it? And then they go to Wolves, who never let. So there, there are opportunities. We've just got to do our job for it. Like the, the thing about the weekend the sorry that hurt so much is that we had to work so hard for ours and they just waltzed through the derby yeah. that's the thing that, that gets you down as a Liverpool fan more than anything it's like oh for fuck's sake and you know what I equate that to though is 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 that Ranjik it was a bit like when we did that boxing thing with Leon McKenzie and like your approach to getting in the ring with Leon McKenzie was not to try and box him. You just went and started, just windmilled at him because put him up, you know, and, and I was like, oh no, I've done a little bit of basics here. And you, you're trying to match someone who, who's a professional in their own, play them at their own game and got and got absolutely murdered as a result. And that's what Ranjik did. He tried to do a tactical job on Pep and, and, and did catch them a little bit in that first half. And then they had that, that break, didn't they, where there was, a, there was a problem with the fan in the crowd. And you watch, and Pep just pulled his team yeah. over and went, duh, duh, duh. and I thought, this is it, this is done now. Because he's figured it out. He's not just figured it out, but he's had a chance to tell his team. And then at half time, they obviously make all those. Liverpool are very good at doing that as well. But that was, that was where United fell apart. And you're right to the point of Solskjaer. He'd have just gone, 
Go on, lads. Have a good attacking game. Go and score a goal against them, and yeah. and that, that might be a bit have mad. been a bit wild. If there's no plan, you've got it. You've got a new chance. You'll either defend for your life and, and then use a bit of quality like Tottenham, like Tottenham did to, to get the results against them. But if you try to do a, if you try to do something clever, it, Brendan Rodgers was like that it, as well. The, with the, us. It's really difficult when you play this. You can't take the ball off them because they they're one of the best pressing teams that have ever existed. Us and them are like next level compared to everybody else. I don't think City get the credit for that that they probably deserve to be honest. Because Klopp sides always get the credit for being pressing monsters and stuff, but they are so difficult because they force you into alleyways that you don't want to play in, yeah. and then all of a sudden you've lost the ball and they just they just bore you to death. The hope with with, with Guardiola. I think he's he's obviously a genius, but his mental fragility is the only thing that will play and might play into Liverpool's hands. And it's can he cope with Liverpool breathing down the neck? He did last. Yeah, he, I've done it before. No, I know, but do, uh, true, true enough. But you know, it's not again. It's it's it shows, and it shows when we when we beat them in the Champions League. You know, he gets sent off because his head goes com- completely. In we, that. And we could seen, do that when we go to their gaff. We, yeah. we, we we're more than capable of just laying a, an early goal or two on them, like and absolutely see what see what comes of it. And that and I cause, and it's it's not so much necessarily that he get, he's getting sent off or he freaks out. Is that he does he do does he try to be too clever? He, do, he did it in the Champions League final exactly. last year. Didn't yeah, play the Champions League. He's done it in the Champions League the season before as well against Leon. Was it? The, the, the about when he played some mad didn't play didn't play a defensive midfielder against Chelsea <laughs> just yeah he has got that in his locker I think he knows though I actually think they, they do well against us in general yeah, they do. they've got they've got us a little bit sussed yeah. with that third man run again the act, Phil Foden they've got him working against either Trent or Milner and it does well for them so they've got, they've got and we find it difficult to build up against them now yeah we, we, we want the ball and we can't have the ball as much as we'd like it so it, it is going to be tough but we can get the sucker punch on him I I would like it to be in a point soon enough where a draw at the Etihad sound could yeah. go in there to having to win is really it is it, it is not answering we're more than capable but it's a big ask but like we don't win there often if you know it's very rarely we got especially in the Premier League we don't really go there and, and time and win the game so I do think that's a thing we are we're hoping for favours but I, it's, I can't see us getting many you might get one maybe if you're lucky if you're look where's City going to drop points other than playing against us. I, I'm well up for this idea, by the way, and it, it would be un- unbearable to live through. But that we get them in the Champions League, we get them in the FA Cup. You have, a, you have a month. A you have a month of playing Manchester City, <laughs> and in terms of this super series, be like a fucking test match of of you know what I mean. With, I with all kinds of, that, you know. Oh, I'm not I sure. I'm not sure. I would. Li- I would live through it. But like that would be. There'd be players all over the shop going off. Imagine how knackered they'd be. A moment, but it would be a footballing moment for the ages of, you know, it would be looked back on as like, what this, is this cornerstone of this entire era of the of the, of the Premier League I, and whatever? Can I throw something out there though? I think Southampton are going to knock them out the FA Cup. Okay. Just Good. Out. You've got that on record now, well done. Yeah, I think you have. Um, couple of comments before we head to the break and then come back to talk into Milan. Um, GSP Video says, I got my Them Scousers Again t-shirt in the post today. Love it. Thank Lovely. you so much. Uh, yeah, the Revman merch, uh, revmmerch.com if you want to get yourselves one of those. Um, there is a shout here for, uh, I want to give a shout out to Liam Campbell. Uh, hey lads, long-term fan, uh, long-term lurker. Getting married on Saturday up the Reds. Good luck, Liam. Don't faint. Don't forget your lines. <laughs> Don't remember to thank your bride when you do your speech. If it makes your cakes, thank her. Thank it, definitely. Do not make the <laughs> mistake. Don't get so drunk that you need to use a teaspoon to get her out of the dress. 
I mean, that feels like very niche advice. Um, it's can't it's, imagine a, it's where a lived possible. experience. It's, it's <laughs> Luckily, there was a tea set in the room, okay. and I used that teaspoon. Oh, well, yeah, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> you live and you learn. Yeah. If I, I ever get married again, <laughs> I won't make the same mistake. Pay Jack, piss Pay Jack is useless, but when he turns into getting a dress on, he turns into fucking 18. He's like, a spoon! The MacGyver of sex. Um, Omar Ishmael sent in a super chat of uh, $2.99. Australian dollars. Thank you so much, Omar. Says Chris, a pure mad C word. Honorary Aussie. I could see you. I could see you being a very good Australian. Do you yeah. know, a, a, a bit of a cliched Australian, just to clear that up. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Uh, crocodile Dundee. Crocodile yeah, Dundee. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that. I know Aussie rules. He don't. No, don't you right. I like the hats with the corks on. The people still wear them and drink Fosters. Yeah, sure. Nah, have a knife. It's better than a better than a crocodile skin. Bit of mess, a small knife. You wouldn't need a teaspoon, would you? You know, mate. I forgot me fucking clothes for the next day right <laughs> didn't I I had to go down for breakfast in the suit I got married in because I was so focused on making sure that I got everything there for the day that I literally forgot to pack clothes for the next day but turns <laughs> up the worst hangover you've ever seen oh, in my wedding suit don't, for breakfast. if you've booked a car for your future bride make sure that it's got sides on it oh yeah, um, yeah they don't like that either <laughs> I, like first thing Kat told me on the day was like fucking cars knock up windows look at me here I'm like oh great this is married life fantastic can't wait uh, Antio Chill uh, I just want the amazing Spider-Man 3 with Andrew Garfield and Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire do you think it will happen after No Way Home success no idea mate let's hope so uh, right uh, we are going to take a very very short break to tell you about an amazing piece of content that is currently on Red Men Plus and then we'll be back to talking tomorrow Hey everyone, mate here. If you're enjoying this podcast, then do go and check out Red Men Plus, our Liverpool streaming service, giving you tons of extra podcasts each and every month. There's Jano Insight, there's the Around the League show, the debate show, the opposition preview, and interviews with Liverpool legends past and present as well. Tons of content to keep you occupied, keep you busy, thrilled, entertained, and go deeper on Liverpool FC culture. Head to theredmentv.com. Sign up and join us on Redmen Plus. Just checking on the injury situation and illness as well. How are Thiago Firmino and John Matip? And what's their likely availability for this game tonight? Uh, I think all, all trained yesterday, full. And um, so not sure yet what we make of that exactly to be honest um, because we have to see how they react um, until today so Thiago was only a week out um, that probably would be fine but I have to wait for it um, Joel was only three four days I think so he is fine I would say and with Bobby it was longer out it was the first session so we have to see if we have to stress that or if it makes probably sense to give him just a few more days with proper training because we are Obviously, don't train properly today. It's a minus one session. It's um, it's, it's tactical stuff, not high intensity. And Bobby might need something else, so we will see that. But uh, they are all in training. Yes, so Jurgen Klopp was speaking ahead of at the Blair Witch press conference. At the Blair Witch press conference. conference. Yeah, so yeah, if you watch the video version of that, um, and you've got seasickness like me after watching press it. associations <laughs> camera cameraman needs a little work. Um, yeah, sounds. He, he, he basically revealed there, Chris Matip, for me, you know, Thiago all back in training. I want to talk actually about Thiago because I think we saw it's around this time last year, maybe 
fractionally later or whatever, but this is the point at which Fabinho comes back into midfield alongside Thiago and then we put down the run that sees us end the season in an acceptable position in the league. Um, you can't seemingly choose with Thiago. He's been so weirdly unlucky with a lot of things yeah. since he's joined the club, but I can't help but feel that you've got Alisson, you've got you've got Verge and you've got Mo up top. If we can just get Thiago in for a good solid run of games, he's going to be as important to what we do as anyone. He's an absolute difference maker, isn't he? That's what it comes down to with him. <clears throat> you know, any any good side has a great spine. You know, I think Fabinho should be included in that yes. spine as well, certainly. But Thiago's the other one from the next level for me. He's so important to the way we play. His record speaks for itself. Like his win percentage at us when he's in the start eleven is ridiculous. Like it's absolutely incredible. But he just. And don't get me wrong, Kate has been done really well in the last couple of weeks and stuff as well. But when Thiago's in the middle of the park, we feel and I think look like a different side. I think on the boys is amazing. I guess that you know I think he's really good at. He isn't as good at pressing as Kaita because I think Kaita's actually probably the best presser we've got. Thiago does really well at just cutting the lanes out. Like he's, he, you know, he, he's pressing shadow almost. That's what he, he knows he hasn't got the legs to just go and force down. You know, he can't do what Naby doesn't just go and take it off you. But he always gets in the way of the easy ball. And he make, like you mentioned before, about City forcing you down blind alleys. And Thiago does that really well. How many times does the ball just appear at Thiago? Yeah. And he's, he's just, he's just floats out to the right and just got in the way. Or they've, they've had to go backwards because he was in the way. So he's really good. Um, he can control a tempo of a game like no other football we've got as well. So if he wants five minutes of it being slow, he'll, he'll slow it down. If he wants it to be quick paced, he'll quick pace. I love the Thiago shimmy leg shimmy that no one's ever realised that he does yet. Yeah. We all know it's coming, but you can't spot it. Yeah. Like, like 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 Mike Tyson's right hook. Like you know at some point it's got, we just don't know where it's going to be. Uh, are you Robin cutting inside yeah, just, left? <laughs> it's just impossible to stop. So he will be Jürgen referenced a few weeks ago then, like we've got to look after him there's obviously there's obviously some issues there that are aware of him it's obvious he hasn't played enough games so there's something going on it, it, it's just a bit unlucky because again the Covid thing He's had, well it was funny because I did the Athletics Liverpool podcast the Red Agenda a few weeks ago and we were talking about this about how, how well he's integrated into the city and he's probably integrated too well because he's had Covid that many times maybe he should just stay inside <laughs> instead of going and enjoying the North West quite so much You're on a baby with Phil Coutinho the day going to the socials I don't know where that was but, but yeah guy goes to social animals maybe stay indoors but yeah. He's, he's unsettling as a footballer. I don't think as a, as an opposition player, I, you don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. And that that's really difficult to play against because most people will go, think of an old Italian side where they pass it around the back and they go up the right and they pass it around the back and they go up the left. When Thiago gets the ball, you've no idea which way he's going to play. The reverse angle passes yeah, and, he, and, he, and he does it, the no-look stuff as well. And like, you're in the stands and he does you. Yeah. And that's like, and he does cameramen. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. these are people who, for the last 20 years, have followed football and it's their job to follow where the football is. Yeah. Or at yeah. least... Yeah. It, assume where it's going the cameramen are like a trained snipers and they're very used to following the patterns of movement of human beings and it's like he's oh. <laughs> a wide angle lens on it. <laughs> but that's what he does time and time again and then he'll, he has the ability to beat it as well like Steve mentioned with that that little turn and shimmy that he's got but he opens up space and then all of a sudden the entire sort of pitch ahead of him changes because he beats a man and that's that's when they're in trouble and when, when you've beaten one man and you play in centre midfield Everything changes around you, and that's what he has. To, that's what he takes advantage of really, really well. It's just a shame, like I say, it just doesn't look like he can play the two, three games a week. Like you look at if someone like touch again, touching wood there, but like your Van Dykes and your Salas, Mane, pretty much this as well. Um, Trent is often this really where you can just play, you can just go and go and go, and then you just need to drop them for one game just to give them a little breather, which is like 
it's Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. Or something like that. It's with Thiago, it looks like you've got to pick and choose your games. Yeah. You're looking at the fixtures going, right, I really want him for City and then work backwards from City. So how do I get him to City without killing him but making sure we're good enough to get there in the and, first place? And the thing about... Thiago is and I think this is why we've seen a, a nice little resurgence in Naby as well because I think we've defined I think Thiago has been around enough that we've gone this is what we want this from this position we want as much of this as possible and you can add a little bit more maybe you can add a bit more thrust you know maybe you can be a bit more pressing to counteract the fact that you're not as good a passer and you don't have the seemingly 360 degree battle awareness that, uh, that, he, that he, he possesses but I think we're getting more out of Naby because it's a, you've gone yeah, just this. Try and do this. The try and do this is what you. This is what we're wanting from you. This is what you, what you're aiming for. And I think it's benefiting Curtis Jones uh, as well. So we're not just throwing. We're not just throwing something at the wall and seeing what sticks. There is at least a cutout of what we're hoping to achieve from, from this position. And, and obviously, what you want is you wanted to. You want him to be on the pitch so he can do the business. But we've talked about this before. Having him around training, worst case scenario, you know, all you get, all you, if you, if all you're getting from Thiago is him training, and you don't even get to play matches, Curtis Jones is going to be a miles better footballer for that. Trent's going to be a miles better footballer. All these lads are just sponging up all of this knowledge and and, and and talent from. Hopefully, will 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 benefit us because he is something else. He is just on on it though because he's probably a little bit of a note of caution to a lot of people who, who who clamor for certain types of signing. There's a reason why Liverpool don't go into the market for the best in the world, 29 year olds or 28 year olds or whatever he would have been around that time. Is because this is often what you get when you go into that market. Is that you always say you get 10 years. Well, you know, he was a kid playing for Barcelona and we're, we're unfortunately reaping the effects of his career. Yeah, I think that's right. I think, you know, you, you would have looked at his skill sets, his injury record prior to us and go, well, we're unlucky, actually. Because it, this is a guy who likes Abby Alonso, could probably play to 34 and control games because he's not that runner. Yeah. He, he'll sit back in. So I, I think Liverpool have been unlucky. His injury problems at Bayern Munich were nowhere near as bad as what they've been at Liverpool. So they, they will have looked at that. The difficulty I think he's had is he's not had a pre-season yet. Like not an uninterrupted preseason. Yeah. You still got the the championships, whichever one it was, uh, the Euros, wasn't it? You he know should I mean? never be. He was there with one arm, exactly, and he wasn't right for that. So actually, our sports scientists haven't had a full year to prime him up properly and work through that. So there'll be, I think, there'll be a hope, not not an expectation, but certainly a hope that with a full preseason and a proper preseason, he'll be able to do that. The World Cups are concerned. Yeah. Obviously being in the winter and stuff like that with Thiago, but I, I don't think Liverpool are ready to cut ties on Thiago yet because of exactly what he offers when he's in the side. Yeah, I don't think anyone's made, suggesting they are. Yeah, if, yeah. if, there's a, if there's a Champions League final and he's fit, he plays. He was playing the Carabao one. He, that, that, that was the final yeah, side. The, yeah, he was, he's in the best team and he's in the best team comfortably in the best team. Liverpool's going to manage him. Yeah, they've referenced this. They might be, might be all right. They know his body isn't built up enough yet they know they haven't got the minutes and the legs and the, the training he wants to do with them so they're kind of just getting them by we kind of he's a little bit cotton wool he's a bit Joel Matip a couple of seasons ago because Matip was the same as this it's only this season against Switchwood he had the, he had the full summer and he's, he's been again relatively injury free against Switchwood there more often than not so that is the key isn't it like if they can keep him fit like you referenced before at the end of last season he was excellent He's the he's he, him, Nat Phillips, and Fabinho for me are the three main and most are the four reasons why like Liverpool got that third place position. Mm-hmm. The goalie scoring ahead, the, the, the goalie scoring ahead <laughs> helped. But just it, I'm just saving people the, 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 no, the just, fingertips uh, from typing. Just, just in general, I thought they were our best players yeah. in that running, and he was he was instrumental in it. And 
it's, it is. It's just been when he's played the scene, he's been excellent. Yeah, he's not. He's dictated games. Absolutely. Yeah, fingers crossed. He gets. He gets the back. But I've been. I've been really encouraged by Naby. Yep. You know that that this this since coming back from Afcon. Not in the way that, like, when he comes onto the pitch against Leicester in the in the League Cup, or, or maybe he's just magnificent, outrageously <laughs> good. That's the Naby that we were all pairing over, watching his highlights and watching him play for Leipzig, where he's slalom and pass lads and making things happen. I've been really impressed by his gnarl. I've been impressed by how much he's prepared to like get stuck in and put his body on the line. How many times he's come away with the ball in situations where you're like, nah. You think the one at the weekend against West Ham where he tacks back, that. Robbo gets the assist for the for it, of course, like, but he's there and he needs to be there, doesn't he? Yeah. And that's superb tracking back, and you know he's tracked back from a terrible position because he's missed the header that yeah. started it all. He made a poor decision and then bust the gut to be able to get back, and yeah. that's the type of stuff that you want to see each and every week. And there's things with Naby Keita where you look at it and going, "Well, mate, you're in the prime of your career, and the summer's going to come, and we're going to keep a an injury prone." 30-year-old, 31-year-old midfielder in Thiago, and we're talking about giving James Milner a contract extension as well, and we're probably going to let you go. Ox and Cater uh, are fighting for one injury pole position. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's just, but that's something to Cater of saying, I don't care who you are or who you want to be, if you want to be a Liverpool midfielder, this is what we, we've come to expect from you. Do you know? And, and, and Because that will, be, that will be on you. If you if Liverpool choose to move you on, it's because you've not fulfilled the brief. He's got all the talent to do it. I'm just glad to see him. I thought in the final again a few weeks ago, but I thought he dealt as well with N'Golo Kante as any Liverpool players. He usually caused just big issues, mm-hmm. and he was he wasn't really a factor in the game because mm-hmm. Naby was all over him like a rash. Yeah. Um, it'd have been interesting how the game would have panned out if Thiago played. It would it'd have been a lot different. I, I don't Kante's think. dribbling hurts us a lot, and I think Steve's right. I think Kante was all over. Yeah, him. stop. Wouldn't allow him to run with the ball. Kovac is the same. They they both players with hurts us, and, Kite, and I thought I thought that's what he done really well, Kaita. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we won't talk too heavy about Inter because it'll date it massively, of course, and we'll, we'll just have to see how the Reds get on tonight. But um, we're going to do the wrap up. Any other business? Anyone? Anything? Anyone wants to bring to the table? Uh, my stag news at the weekend. I am. Uh, nervous about how that's going to go. Why? Because because you got to look after him. Oh uh, well, that won't be happening. Um, <laughs> I, I, we've we've brought a number of red men contingents who can do that. Who, 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 who haven't got the experience to know to stay clear of that job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so yeah, going to the going to the races with you and your North End crew. Um, I'm interested to see how the how the, the lads from Crocky do like, what, the races. I, 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 are, you, are you are you sorted in your pronunciation of Facebook? Facebook. <laughs> It's it's different. They're not all from. Go put some money on the bookies. That's probably going to have said. My, my family more ain't my family even ain't to you that way. So they're, they're well accustomed to the to the racing etiquette. Yes. Um. So it'd be different. Yeah. And then it's to be honest, it's a lot of redmen people. So you two, Tom, Sai are coming. Um. Sam, Errol's going to be there as well. So Errol's never been the races either. Errol said he's never been to a stag do before. Oh wow. We're we're, we're, we're popping Errol's stag do cherry. With me and my maybe family. Maybe we in time to a horse. Maybe we, maybe we do. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's going to be horrendous, isn't it? Um, it? I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to John Chris's suggestions for how we ruin Steve's life. Cause the, and you will be in the forefront ringleader of those. And then seeing how my dad reacts. That's what I'm looking forward to that. I, if, yeah. He's going to end up the same way as you if he has any issues. Oh, good luck, Tanner. Take big stand up. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, uh, he'll, he'll be forefront. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be encouraging you. Know, and, and our robbers. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a. Yeah, oh yeah, fun. your your rubble be sound. He'll be it. front and centre. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Like party. Wait. How was your gig? It was excellent. I do have one. You thing don't remember the like, game, but you. I know it was, it was superb, like the gig. But I have one thing. It's, it's a bit like 
something that can get in the bin that seems to be pissing me off slowly but surely over the last three months or so. I just feel like, you know, when you just get to that point with something, you're like, why have they done this? Right? So, you know, like your bedside lamp. Okay. Right. Why, why did they get away from putting the light switch under the bulb? And now we all have to chase this fucking wire down around the back of the fucking table. Yeah. It seems like they nailed how to sort your bedside lamp. So we've got one. We've got, look, I live with a woman. We've got loads that we turn on for no reason as yeah, far sure. as I see it. Sure. You know, we've got a big light in the in the hall. We we don't use it. There's no point in having it. We may as well we may as well just plaster over you the You might as well strip switch, out the actual interior lights yeah. of yeah. your house. And just go all to lamps. Yeah. But the problem with going all to lamps is we should have a battery. They've all got these stupid wires that we hide behind the cupboard. So I'm getting up and I'm like, where's the fucking wire now? So I'm round the back and all that. It's like, lads, we had it. It was there. Let's go back. Let's go back. I don't see this often to how we used to do bedside lamps. I my only issue with how your answer is, I think we've moved beyond that because be asked accidentally burning your fingers when you're reaching over blindly behind you to turn your lamp off. But the touch ones are sound. But we've got touch one, and it used to be lowest, middle, high, and then we—I don't know whether we changed the bulb, and it doesn't work the same way. Now it goes highest, lowest, middle. Like the the sequence is wrong, Chris. The how to light your lamp. No, I agree on that. Just put the switch on the base at, at, at the very. The base would be fine. Yeah. Base would be absolutely fine. Keep it stationary. Don't want it wagging around. Yeah. I want to draw attention to the fact, but just a brief mention, I, and I, it made me wish I had a comic book, movie, video game, whatever podcast, because I just desperately wanted to talk about Batman all all week, and I've had com- a random text conversations with lots of people about it in bits and pieces. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. it. It's almost life changing experience. Like I just, you know, you walk away from something and you you can't stop thinking about it. I've had that with the Batman all week. I don't know how I'm going to fit th- another three, four hours really because of trailers and all the other. Shows that comes with going the pictures to go and watch it again I don't know how I'm going to do that's that the issue. that's why I'm, I'm not watching it Steve's got an issue with movies over 2 hours and 15 minutes long I'll push to 220 at max <laughs> but yeah what, no movie in the world needs to be over that long no movie needs to be 3 hours if, you, if you've got a 3 hour movie you should be chopping bits out of it to make it more accessible to people speaking of things that no I, see I disagree on this because cinema's cinema make it as long as you want bring back intermissions yeah because I can't watch a three-hour film and not need a wee. And I'm missing... You could miss a vital section of the film. That's a long time. That's like a long, long time. Three yeah. hours of, of anything is, is too long, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I, Was the last three-hour film you watched The Hobbit? I went to... Because that would put anyone off a three-hour film for life. I did see the first Lord of the Rings thing and didn't like it, so I didn't watch the rest of them. But mine was that issue. I was so uncomfortable in the piece. We went to watch Lord of the Rings, the first one, and I was so uncomfortable because I've got bad knees that I I couldn't go back. I get, I forget. It was a change now. You've got leg room, so it's less. Well, I watched it in Genesis, in in, I think it's near Mile End or something in London on on Friday night, and it was like going back to Cineworld in the 90s seats. So I was just, you know, when you, I was said this to you before, I was like, you just change in position every two minutes, and it takes away from your enjoyment from the film like it, it, it really does the intermission thing is fucking what people need yeah like uh, give me it every hour yeah if, if you want because I'll, I'll just keep buying beer I'm, I'm not bothered man isn't that though it's more adding more time like 
<laughs> there's stuff to get done. Like, like you've got, I'm yeah, like, you've got this this well where you think you think you've got other things that it's it's taken away. Ah, but from. I, like jobs around you, the kids need looking after. That's, need but that's dad, called, this is called it's called leisure time. Yeah, but I, yeah, but three hours. Yeah, but I get if I get three hours of leisure time, I don't want to. I don't want to be in one place. You I, need to. You I watch want, cricket. It's five days long. I, you watch NFL. Yeah, the longest of the of the single in my house. Yeah, 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 in my house. Yeah. Comfortable. I can walk away to the TV. I can come back. I've got. I can pause it. Pause. I'll just come back. Imagine that. if they gave everyone the pause button. <laughs> in the cinema. Yeah, you'd be there for a day and a half. It's just too. It's just too much to go. Right, lads, go for the shit. See you in a bit. I actually think the like Disney Plus have got a sort of like ninety minutes movie sound. Anything yeah, ninety minutes or less category. Yeah. But you, but you, you, you can't. There's only so many stories you can tell. No, in but like the, the thing is, television is what you're looking for. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Because like the cinema is competing with TV nowadays. They never used to compete with TV. You know this better than anyone. You probably told me this, yeah. right? All of a sudden, you've got ten hour. I'd rather watch a ten-hour series than a three-hour film, yeah. because you can get so much more in. The story can be told a lot I better. I must admit, in watching Batman, I was like, I actually just want to live in. I, I want to live in this world more. I, I would watch, and I did this. This is what Zack Snyder's Justice League was. Was it was ludicrous, ludicrously long, but at least he split it up into chapters, and you feel like you can take a break. But when something's that good and that made, that well made. A bit, that, that's something to do, like but to you it. do need a break. I am, I am approaching forty. I, my bladder is not capable of lasting, particularly because you're in the pitches and you're gonna have a big freezy or whatever, you know, there, or you have a big coke or whatever. You're gonna need to have a have a break. Where's if you bevying? I reckon you could chop. 20 minutes out of every film by just taking away those panoramic views of the city, don't Yeah, just take away the cinematography yeah. of, of yeah. films. Yeah. So like, I mean, to be fair, like the, the half of this stuff isn't getting shown on the Oscars anymore, so you might as well just fuck it off from films altogether. Well, oh, here's, here's another view of Gotham. No. From the top angle. Oh, here's another drone footage for that last 10 seconds. You know All what, them 10-second views of like, oh, here's some cars you know on the motorway. You know what fuck they're off. doing? You know what they're doing here, those T? It's like when pubs... Me off, when, when, when trouble pubs reopen, but they open with craft ale. And it keeps all the scallies out. This is what we're doing with cinema. We're rooting out people like you. Yeah, that's fine. I, it isn't. I, I we went sit to... there, sit there, and grumble. Well, oh, look at that fucking cut. Next scene. I've seen it now. It's the sky. Next scene. Spoiler alert. If anyone hasn't seen that, the Avengers, the most whatever that one was. Oh, it's too late. For spoilers on that. If that's what's called, you know, when he dies and there's the funeral scene and they go round the camera and look at every single person. But we didn't need that. There's two minutes I've just sat. There was no speaking. There was no words. No, no, nothing got added to the what movie. What they could have done is done it Zoom style, is what you're saying. And have everyone in one on the shot screen on the screen. Down. They could have had a Zoom funeral. They could have just went. Star. They could have just went straight to the grieving little girl. That's all I needed. I didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need. Oh, were, you get, were you looking for enjoyment? Out of I, I didn't. Need, I did not need. That was all I said before. Was a grieving girl. Yeah, your dad's dead and you. Want a beer? Get a sound. I get it. Yeah, I didn't need. Oh, here's him looking sad. I remember him in episode seven of the first series. Right, sound stop. Right, that uh, we're gonna wrap up. We had uh, comments actually from Ben Pryor, who's been a member for 22 months as a first team. Says Chris, when is the members' boss badge unlocked? Yeah, it, I might have it, been wrong. Is it 24? I think it's 24. It's gonna like. Do you remember the graph that I once? shouted about for weeks and weeks and yeah. weeks on this show it's very much in that mould where it's just, just going to be dead disappointing Ben yeah. I've talked about it for the best part of two we years we are revamping all the emojis uh, emotes and the members badges on YouTube as well they're getting done uh, hopefully this week uh, so keep your eyes peeled for all of that so uh, you may never see what the original idea was but we, we, we'll, have, we'll have one regardless but yeah um, does well, it exist? 
It, oh, it exists, definitely, and it is a thing. The badges are out of date anyway, yep. so definitely the final boss badges are out of date. Yeah, yeah, without, without a shadow of a doubt. Shout um, out J- James is working on new ones. Yeah, uh, and lastly, I just want to make mention, we put this out on our Twitter account, by the way. Uh, we've agreed a deal, finally, um, with Jay Pearson for his crew doc. If anyone follows Jay on Twitter, he'll know he is borderline sexually obsessed with Liverpool's a series I, of a crew I don't think he needed the word borderline, borderline. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest I think sexually obsessed with a crew is fine but um, yeah we, we check the tweet out we, we're going to be teasing more of this the trailer's coming on Friday for this I look we, so much like fucking Ronnie Moran on that picture from a far away I, <laughs> it's so bad I thought that that and that is my original a crew shirt as a kid and I thought that it didn't feel quite as tight when I put it on but it is it's, it is. It hasn't done JP's belly no favour that's no, on me but has it it, uh, I was I was breathing in as well, uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I have a big group. <laughs> it's actually sensational that Jay's done an incredible amount of legwork on that. He, he, he borrowed the DeLorean. Uh, there's a there's a lot got into it. It's really good, but yeah, the trailer will follow on Friday. So keep your eyes peeled on the Redmen socials for that stuff. But yeah, that'll be coming to Redmen. Isn't it mad that like? Weeks, no, it's not the first piece of content that we've been involved in that's got a DeLorean in it. It's it's a lot about the company we keep. I think we've got a lot of. Uh, Really good people around us. So, we? what are you thinking? Like, I know you really you enjoyed the documentary, but did you think that once he'd shown the kit once, he probably should never have shown it again? I don't get the kit obsession with him. No, but, and like, I, no, no, but I'm I like, talking about the cinematography of the Accru yeah, documentary. Yeah, because you've seen it before, it's a waste of time, and it's surely you just wanted to see it once and then end doc. Yeah, and that's all we needed. Because, <laughs> but, but yes, I could have cut all the formation bits out of there. That's not onto the story. Why are you wearing that shirt again, lad? We've seen it once. Yeah, but like, if he's telling the story, I don't. I'll be honest, like I don't get the kick. I don't get kick culture. Like it doesn't bother me. Like oh, people look angry, but I have watched it and I enjoyed it and I learned things about it. That was the thing about it. Yeah, yeah. we'll do more about it. It was very in, influential. In the, in the weeks. Yeah, there, there's people in there that you wouldn't expect to be in there. There's people you would expect, but you wouldn't. You're surprised that he that he's got all it's these Smith, isn't it? Not actual the fellow weights, but the guy who the guy who was the main like buyer for, for Wade Smith is in there who tells some fascinating stories about that stuff but anyway again we're going to be we're going to be plugging this big time but it's just some early warning and heads up for you guys who've stuck around to the end of the podcast after we've just gone and done miserable owl men uh, whinge about you know weak bladders and, and cinematography um, and check out the Rep and podcast next lamp. week do what? I love lamp I love lamp uh, do go and check out Who Knows Wins as well play along with us the link is in the description but yeah thank you so much guys the best show the, the best show of the week brilliant Done yeah, once I love year. it yeah I paid to be an idiot <laughs> by you two idiots yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the idiots that paid you to be an idiot it wasn't enough of us so we needed another one yeah right thank you so much guys you're absolutely wonderful enjoy your week plenty more on Redmen Plus if you need more bonus shows and content documentaries and all that good stuff uh, things are flying over there and hope to see it over there soon oh Back before we go can next. anyone just tweet me if they can work these giraffes or throat line into a conversation this week please yeah. and tweet stay as well I'd like you all to go away and try and work that into That's a conversation homework. homework for the next week report back for the podcast next week ta